Hello and welcome to another episode of the Plus Six Three HP Podcast Review Edition. I'm one of your hosts, John Clemente. Alongside with me are two of my bestest best friends. I'm going to start with the guy with the pink headphones, Chubax. Hello, Happy New Year. This is Chubax, or as you can call me, Daddy. Big Daddy. Daddy. Or Chubax. Daddy. It's a new new year. It's a new year. Our other bestest best friend and also one of our hosts in a bunch of our podcasts. Uh, We also have here uh, RJ. Hello, guys. Happy New Year. Cheers. Oh, nice. Hey, cheers. Um, so uh, if you are new to this channel, this show is about us diving deep into a couple of the streaming TV shows or movies that we have seen all throughout the week so that we could provide you with our opinions on how to watch it, when to watch it, who to watch it with, uh, and discuss all the finer points of these cool new content that is dropping week on week in all of the channels that we get uh, a lot of content. Uh, Plus 63 HP is our network of shows where we have uh, a review show uh, every Tuesdays coming out noon Philippine time. Wednesdays, we record and publish um, our very, very first D&D campaign. So that is also fun. Uh, and also coming out on noon uh, Philippine time and uh, midnight Eastern Standard Time. And on Thursdays, our Reacts episodes drop. So we look at and react to all the coolest short form content and trailers about, uh, you know, shows, movies, books, video games that are coming down the pipe so we can all be hyped about all of those. Um, You can watch all of these in YouTube. Just search plus six, three HP in the search bar and hopefully you find us Uh, hit like subscribe that notification bell. So, you know, when our shows drop. Uh, you can also tweet at us or uh, interact with us over Instagram. Uh, the handle is at plus63hp. Um, if you don't want to see all of our amazingly handsome faces or, or RJ's amazingly handsome face, uh, uh, you can listen to all of our shows in any of your podcasting app of choice. We are probably in every single one of them. Just search Plus six three HP. Next week, if you want to join in the discussion of this show, our review show, we will be discussing the second episode of the Book of Boba Fett that is come that comes out every Wednesday in Disney Plus, and more of The Witcher. We will probably have a movie of the week to discuss then, uh, and we'll let you know over our social media channels. Uh, once we do find out but this week it's very very exciting we have a new week on week show that we are going to discuss uh we finished hawkeye uh and the wheel of time uh, in the past week and we replaced dropped a couple of days ago we're going to discuss also going to discuss uh um the uh, series on netflix the second season of the witcher um uh and our movie of the week uh from netflix controversial very fun uh comedic almost documentary like uh is don't look up What's Adam that fun for me? Of very <laughs> it was it's, it's uh, it has a bevy of of a-list actors that are in the show in the movie uh, so every actor was fucking a-list Every big actor is there. It's, it's 
That is and true. musician, <laughs> as as uh, as amazingly great. So, housekeeping done. Before we go to the shows, uh, happy New Year, boys. Let's start off with um, what has been your favorite review episode or thing that we review the past. We've been doing this for almost nine months now. Or, Can you or believe seven, it? Seven, eight, eight, <laughs> eight, eight, eight. Eight, seven, nine months. So uh, I think at least this show was uh, was splintered off during the summer around June. So we have six uh, six months worth of uh, of of of, of uh, at least just review shows. From those, any particular show movie that is your favorite? Let's start with you, RJ. All right, definitely Prisoners of the Ghost Land. <laughs> Falls in my worst. Your highlights. <laughs> my 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 low lights. The 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 lowest of all lights in in all the podcasts we've done. I mean, I'm sorry, Nicholas Cage. I know you're you're really doing your best to make every film count, but that was just really sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, surprisingly, uh, one of the one of the most memorable memorable ones, which I feel was because it's executed in a different manner that hasn't really been very popular, was Arcane. Mm. Reason why I liked Arcane was it really kept us going. Um, the way they delivered it was in batches, so there were three batches all in all. Um, it was spaced just more or less just right. Of course, we still binge watched every batch that came out. Um, making us wanting the next batch to come out, but the art, the execution, the soundtrack, the the voice actors, everything for me made sense. the The story was also serious. It's not a cartoon that that kids would actually just enjoy. It's really meant for our age. Uh, I mean, at least the more mature watchers. Um, and and that's something that I actually am tempted to rewatch again and again. Nice. How about you, Chubax? Uh, low lights. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ghostland. Kind of became a highlight <laughs> because it was just so funny. A review of it. <laughs> so the it movie is, was but... a low light, but the review itself was a highlight. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, Arcane too. I loved Arcane. Though for some reason, awesome. Hawkeye just took over everything. It just it was just so mm. fun for me, you know. I mean, True. if I rate everything, Hawk uh, Arcane will be the top. But uh, Hawkeye was just you know, my kind of show, something that I I loved and I enjoyed, and uh, something I enjoyed with the family too. So that was another thing because they couldn't watch the kids couldn't I... watch Arcane yet. True, mm. but I think Hawkeye also fit this season it came out during christmas and it's somewhat about christmas so mm-hmm. it, it was perfect to come out at this season yes definitely so yeah that's mm-hmm. uh i like there's uh the one shots too the all too well discussion with atikonsi mm-hmm. yeah, was... yeah that was that was uh, another yeah. good good one yeah how about you i think Tom? that was yeah, that was I was gonna say. I know it's, it's like a combination of reacts as well as review, but the all too well episode that we did with Atikonsi is kind of definitely my my favorite. Not only because like I I mean 
I didn't even think uh, a year ago that we are going to make a podcast that alone my sister is going to join and enjoy uh, looking at the stats too. That was one of our most interacted to and watched uh, episodes. That was extremely fun. So that's definitely my uh, my top one react slash review episode. Um, but I, you know, a close second was our our discussion with of of Red Notice because I, I remember Ooh. like all of us had like different angles. Yeah, different. I mean, I I love the movies where all of us see it extremely different. Like somebody like, oh, it's great. Oh, it's mediocre. It's like, oh, this is extremely disappointing for one hundred seventy five million or two hundred million dollar movie. And then it's kind of like comparing it to like that was the episode where or the episode after too was uh, Army of Thieves, kind of like that. You know, some movies that are extremely high budgeted um, and glossy and fun compared to Green Knight, like $15 million, mm-hmm. but looks like way more polished. So, you know, finding movies like those that I wouldn't normally watch or I would watch unattentively and not think about mm. it uh is 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 kind of like fun but again it's it's i still kind of think like wow we made a podcast with my sister and it was fun it was something that I, about i that i have no idea about like i didn't know what the 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 taylor's cut version meant but that was a very very fun discussion so yeah, look at that um i'm ha- happy new year and uh here's to uh more episodes to come and more followers please like and subscribe like and subscribe <laughs> uh, with that uh, we're gonna dive into uh, a couple of the shows that you know we've, we've seen throughout this week uh, you know we have Book of Boba Fett uh, The Witcher and Don't Look Up as a movie of the week but before that let's start off with um, you know RJ uh yeah, uh, you weren't in our last episode. We discussed Wheel of Time and Hawkeye, uh, their finales. Like you know, Trebox and I had you know had our you know positives and negatives about it. But um, what's your short take about uh, the Wheel of Time, particularly because you're the one who's not familiar with the books? Like Trebox and I, like I'm reading through it. Trebox has read mm-hmm. through it. Like I'm on book five now. So what is nice. uh, your Wheel of Time take? I was honestly disappointed for the last episode for the finale. I mm. I didn't expect that it would be there were there were a lot of holes. I mean, for example, the last battle, the preparation for it was pretty cool. Um, I liked how the the kingdom was, you know, dedicating their lives to defend. They're like the last line of defense, right? Mm-hmm. But while the brother or the king, emperor, whatever you call it, yeah. was out there fighting at the front lines, bowing off every single Trolloc, um, eventually getting stabbed. I'm not sure if he dies. His sister, along with some inexperienced women. Well, the sister's not really Aes Sedai in the series. I think She's she not... was she passed to be one, but she, she didn't pass. She barely yeah, she, like she barely passed. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. So with her with and other um, attuned women, but not really trained, I think yeah, there were five or six of none them. None of them were Aes Sedai. Mm. Okay. So one yeah, were I Aes think Sedai. there were a total of five, yeah. But still, five. One Aes Sedai, 
one barely eyes to die, two just touching the tips of it, meaning Nynaeve and um, Egwene, eventually unleashed this massive AOE attack <laughs> that destroys everything, every 6,000 Trollocs out with how many fades? And I'm like thinking, years. I was like thinking, why didn't you put them in the front line? I think that you could kind of excuse that maybe <laughs> saying that uh, out that of was, desperation. No, that was only done big. That was a surprise to um, Amalisa, I think, is the the, the princess, the sister, because mm. she princess. didn't know how strong yeah. the Nynaeve and uh, Egwene were. So when she drew True. upon that power, she was shocked that she had that much power. She still mm. killed, still died, even mm. <laughs> of like. All of them died except, almost died except Egwene. So it's like they didn't know that she, she didn't know that she could have done that. Not that, not that her brother would have let her, you know, the brother wouldn't have given her the chance anyway to do, to have done that. True. Because for him, I it's guess, his I job. Guess. So it's, it's flimsy excuse, but it's still, it's still within the realm of, uh, Realm of excuses that could work. Yeah, but that was in the book, right, Chabax? I don't oh. remember nope. this. Nope. Like you know, or I don't oh, even remember. Yeah, yeah I, I don't even remember if the 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 brother died or there's no. there's a battle at the pass. So. Nope, there was not. I don't. I don't even if if there was, it was just like a a skirmish. Mm. Mm. I remember like it, just okay. a little portal, right? You know. Yeah, and uh, to let you know, RJ, in the book, all of them went to the eye of the world. Oh, okay. Yeah, there was no prophecy through the branches. About, uh, there, there was no prophecy about uh, those who weren't dragon reborn would die. We'll die. We'll be die. Yeah, we'll be dead. Yeah. So the the three boys, the two girls, Moraine, Lan, and I think Loyal was also there. The mm-hmm. end of the world. That's what. That's what happened. Not, uh, this one was another. This one was really, they really diverge here with the, the tease of Loyal dying, which I don't think he's dead. And, I don't think so. Yeah. And Nynaeve almost dying just to bring her back. And Matt... I think just to Matt, show how, how Egwene... Yeah, I think right. Matt was... Uh, I think they were forced to do that with Matt because I think he fucked up somewhere, the actor. That's why they replaced him. So maybe I think his story. Ah, that's why. I think his storyline was more forced than than mm. creative decision. Because if, mm. if if that was a creative decision, they would have given him some lines, right? You know, something, mm. some shots, some words. But this one was just a like a recut of a scene. Yeah, he him uh, walking to Shadar yeah, was maybe, kind of like a reuse. Yeah, reuse or footage. like a, a cut that wasn't used before, like another version. Mm. It's. It's definitely because of that guy. I think he f- he fucked up somewhere, or maybe he pissed off the director or something. It's sad though. I do like the actor. I think he was he did good. Yeah, he did great. Right. He was doing great. He did the he yeah he did the right amount of smug, <laughs> which yeah. I think fit the character. And and in the book, Maureen was instilled. Yeah, that was the thing. It's that like, the, that's how the are they difference. going to work around there? Okay. Yeah, because in this in this uh, last episode, she lost her ability to touch the yeah. She, that's a third one, one power. Mm. Yeah, mm. just uh, that thing that we discussed last week was 
that's a pretty big change from the book. And then Morena's always been like the cool, not necessarily the most powerful, but he was she was a, you know, definitely a badass, you know. But till now, like I'm on Big Five, she's still a back badass, but here season one. You know, maybe maybe in this version of Wheel of Time, they can find something to unstill her. Or, you know, maybe that's one of the things that Rand will, you know, figure out. You know, she, he'll uh, he'll know how to bring unlock the the one power again to the most, you know, to the closed off people. So that will prove to him to be the dragon. But we'll see. Yeah, I guess. But there's one more thing that I noticed. Uh, the sister who eventually died, um, the sister who absorbed all the power, who unleashed all that power, rather, mm-hmm. um, burnt up herself, right? Yeah. But if you look at her, she was actually not in pain, but more of like in ecstasy. That yeah, she was ha- so like she was high. Power. Yeah. yeah. So I yeah. guess touching the source is uh, touching is... the source. Yeah. Is very much like that. That you know, that's why uh, I even even in the books and part of the movie. So it's like in the people that uh, you know, being able to control how, how much you touch the 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 one true power is very important because yeah, you can burn yourself up. You can be corrupted. Okay. Yeah. Or if yeah, it's but, just like you know, for me overall, I still felt disappointed. There were some areas that were like. Um, Perrin wasn't given so much airtime. Okay, yeah. suddenly there's uh, um, someone stabbed uh, Igual and um, what's the name of the Padan Fane makes his yeah, appearance. Apparently, it's not done yet. Yes, true enough. Moraine said that it's not the end, it's just the first battle and there's more to come. So, I, I hope that season two comes faster so that you know it, it answers a lot of my questions. If not, I guess reading the book might not be necessary because um, it seems like they're taking a different path from the books. Well, very much. Very they're much. still setting up, setting up some of the book two stuff, but we just don't know how much they're gonna diverge. So we'll see. I I, I'm I'm kind of excited because there's no way they're gonna do the books all. Yeah. I mean, not even true, true, true. Not even. All the books. I'm just saying, they're not gonna be able to do to do to copy what the book is into film. So I think if they diverge enough, they can just do their own shit, and I'll just enjoy that ride. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. I don't mm, think they can that's do. True. I don't think they they can. There's too many epic war fights and stuff in the books that. And I I don't um if they follow the books, it's gonna be like Game of Thrones. There's gonna be so many settings. It's just gonna get too many drowned. houses. Yeah, so it's just gonna be drowned out. <laughs> too, too many, many seasons. houses. I, I, okay. I'd be happy to just stick to these guys and then you know, uh, make it more simple. At least we have a version of it. So as long as it's done well, you know, as a bit well acted, well well written, it'll suffice. But true, true, still, true. but it was overall for me the season was a little better than I expected. And I think the reason why we're disappointed in the la- in the landing is because they did get that feel at the start that we you know it drew us in that oh this is well done and then they just didn't land it as good as they started so hopefully season two will give us better better stuff. Mm. So is this supposed to be like the end of book one? Does yes. it cover the yes. entire book one? Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
have a, a bunch of changes, but yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I imagine. All a right. Lot of, a lot of cuts too, but. I still look forward to this to the series though. Don't get me wrong. So we'll see um, the, the lineup. Definitely. Cool. All right. That is our final nail in the coffin on uh, uh, the Wheel of Time season one. Uh, yeah, I think we're pretty much all the same. Like I was, uh, it was, it was a, the season was a mess, but it was still good enough or you know exciting enough to. Um, and for me, I'm still looking for season two. Rosamund Pike still rocks, so hopefully, a lot of the effects and the prosthetics and the costume was uh, uh, gets a little bit more fine tuned on season two. So hopefully, that comes sooner than later. I'm excited because, like you know, we still have a couple of very important characters that hasn't been introduced. So you know, like I'm, I'm excited to meet Elaine. Um, I know she's gonna be great. Uh, so um, and uh, all of the 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 ladies that have sticks or, or whatever they called, uh, um, yeah, I'm excited to those you know bad additional badass women. Um, right, we're moving along. Uh, our our first uh, 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 main topic of discussion today is the very first episode of the book of Boba Fett. Boba so. Fett. It is, uh, again, Boba Fett, I, I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast, you know who <laughs> he is. Uh, but for the three people that have not seen any Star Wars thing in their entire lives, one, why are you listening to this podcast? But two, go watch, <laughs> pause this, go to Disney Plus, watch. have a lot of shit uh, to catch up on. Watch like nine yes. movies. Uh, <laughs> you watch um, the Clone Wars and all couple of series. But, yeah, but you know, again, Boba Fett is the is one of the again weirdly. My concern about the book of Boba Fett is he's always been this mysterious, cool character. That, you know that always that's only popped in here and there with a very very cool ship that is supposed to be a very cool assassin. And now he is going to have his own show devoted to him. So hopefully he also is a good main character. So um, I'll, I'll punt this to you, Chibox. Like, uh, uh, give us like a 30-second uh, summary of book of episode one and what you thought about the episode. Uh, so quick, quick uh, recap. Uh, at- at the end of uh, Mandalorian season two, Boba Fett takes over Bib Fortuna. Well, previously Jabba the Hutt's uh, mm-hmm. area of control. So he, Jabba the Hutt's like a mob boss. I don't know how big his his control is. Exactly. Before, but that, I think yeah. I think in episode one it was the whole planet, or I don't know. It, it was just like an area. At least the city. Yeah, yeah, at least the city. Yeah. So when he died, it was assumed that Bib Fortuna took over. And in the end of Mandalorian, Boba Fett, who resurrected or was alive eventually, took over, killed Bib Fortuna and took over. So that's where we start. This The episode is a short but sweet where it's two timelines. One is we reach, uh, we, we catch up with Boba Fett, how he didn't die from the Sarlacc pit and how he survived and that timeline of him... The, the short time period from getting out of the Sarlacc to mm-hmm. what happened to him, and then the current timeline where he's assumed control of the 
the job jobs area and he's trying to learn the ropes as a, a boss with Fennec his trusty master mm. assassin I love that master mm. assassin she's master not an assassin, assassin. she's Just a master, master assassin. assassin so so and the Fennec is the typical uh, he owes her life to Boba Fett because she saved he saved him her when Mando left her for dead so she's like this loyal honest honest uh, uh, subject she's teaching telling him that easiest way is to rule by fear it's like Jawa that's the, that's the simplest mm-hmm. way that's what everybody mm-hmm. knows that's what they follow and Bo- Boba Fett's uh, trying to ru- rule with respect as he, as he said from his mom and that's just that's basically episode one. Oh, um mm-hmm. As, as he got out of the Sarlacc pit, he's hurt and injured and Jawa stripped his armor. So that's, I guess, how, mm-hmm. how he lost it. And then he's captured by the Tuscan Raiders. And then there's, there's where he has an adventure where he, I think it's uh, making it look like work. that. Yeah, it's, put, mm-hmm. it's making it look like that he, he's earning their trust. Mm-hmm. So that's why when he returns in Mando episode one, he looks like a Tuscan Raider, or he has, you know, weapons of a Tuscan Raider, and how he survives. So it's assumed that, for now, that that's where he stayed for the, the last few decades or whatever the timeline is, since the Sarlacc pit to now, to Mando, mm-hmm. he was in, he was with the Tuscan Raider. So let's see how it goes. But for me, it, it was short. Uh, it was uh, they didn't really go too much anywhere yet, but. I loved it because it was all foundation. It was all, let's take it slow. Let's breathe first. Mm-hmm. This is what's happening. This is the flashback. It's six episodes, right? Seven, I think. Seven, okay. Seven. So this is right. where it's going. This is how it's going to start. Uh, everything, it wasn't as strong as like a, a Mando episode. It was, Mando's episode was more, for me, was more complete. You know, like uh, there was, there was a, a through line in the first episode. This one was more serialized. If you know, you know, like you know, mm-hmm. there's gonna be something next. It's not like a episode of the week. So I think it's gonna ramp up and it's gonna be. It's looking like it's gonna be good or great. So I'm excited. Um, I love everything about it. The the fight scene, the uh, the the effects, the costumes were were lit. Uh, Boba Fett looked badass. I'm I'm mm-hmm. digging. I'm digging the two. Uh, to Gamorians. Gamorians. I was like, they better give them names. Ah, if they die right now, I'm going to be pissed. I, I always love those loyal, loyal uh, soldiers. I hope they get, you know, more airtime. And Boba Fett looks like he's going to give it to them. So hopefully we, we can get it. And of course, uh, Fennec is awesome. And yeah, I can't wait for Wednesday. I think, is it Wednesday? Is it Wednesday? Every Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday. So Every about, Wednesday. How about you, Jong? Um, I I I I like the episode. Actually, I I appreciate that they are answering all of the foundational questions first. Like, yeah, you know, everybody's like, how did Boba Fett survive the Sarlacc mm. bit? So it yeah, was they did. very they could have teased it, you know, like they didn't show it again, yeah. and everybody was like You've been te- we've been teased enough, you know. It's been like For, yeah, exactly. So they could have like done bits and pieces of the story all throughout the season. I'd rather just like, all right, this is the entire. Uh, this is what happened. 
happened. You know, he punched through the hole. He crawled burned it from the other. inside. <laughs> it, it was great. And then uh, I again, like what you mentioned, the the uh, being able to survive uh, the desert, being you know stripped of his armor. That's how he lost his armor, and it went to what's his name, uh, Timothy Oliphant, <laughs> his uh, the marshal. Um, yeah, so he was. Um, that's how he got it from from the Jawas. Uh, I like how he was a badass in uh, you know being a prisoner of the the Tuscan Raiders and being put to work to look for water and then killing a monster just with his chains was the way that he got the respect of of the the Tuscan Raiders. So I'm oh, pretty sure there's going to be sorry. more about it. Yeah, sorry, to I just like the the visual choice on the Tuscan Raiders where they didn't they didn't even subtitle their language. It was more just mm-hmm. like you know, just talking, and then it was more on their costume. How who you know how you could understand who was who. So it's interesting. I like it, and yeah, then because also the, he didn't understand. Yeah, he didn't understand as well. But also, I like so, the the nostalgic uh, tug at the heartstrings of the flashback to episode one and two with the <laughs> with the clone area in the water, and then the uh, what's the name. Uh, Django Fett's helmet. Django. Yeah. Yeah. Well, technically, yeah. His, I mean, I, technically, his head was still there. Yeah. Uh, the I I like the I I like the writing and the pace of it. Like it, you know, you show him trying to get tributes from essentially his territory, and then of course it's not going to be um, clear because like, we don't know how how strong. Not only Boba, uh, um, his name. Uh, not only Boba, uh, Jabba the Hutt's control is, but you know, Bib Fortuna's control. After that, you don't know how. I don't. You know, we don't know the reach of control. Who is loyal? Who is not? Who is? You know, it's going to be a messy uh, time trying to gain, yeah, power. All this, and we're seeing that because the, you know, you know, the mayor not going to the tribute. The uh, you know being attacked after visiting one of the 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 restaurants or the diners and you know I like that too like a little bit of diner scene, uh, you know a lot of callbacks in this particular series. Um, I liked that there was an action set piece. I did not like the action at all. I felt that the the uh, choreo- for me the choreography felt a bit lacking compared to what I've seen with Mando and with we've seen with other things. Um, uh, there was a lot of just like repeating moves and being shocked and not being shocked, and you know it. And uh, but we did get to see Fennec do do her thing, and that's the uh, you know the thing that I like. Um, I like the Gamorians as well. So um, it's not it's a lot of like uh, plus and minus about uh, this episode. Again, overall, it's still a great introduction to the Boba story. You know, it's not it's no longer the escort mission of Mandalorian. It's very, very clear that this is a territory grab thing, which is very interesting. Um, I, I, I wanna, I wanna, I'm very interested in how they're going to make this likable. Like this is not particularly a good thing that he's doing. Because um, eventually he is a mob boss. So uh, it's not particularly positive for kids watching it, but the idea of we're going to see how he establishes his his dominance, um, you know, through respect. 
I'm sure he's going to kill a few people here and there, but um, for the most part, I am um, actually, that's, that's a very interesting story for me. So very Godfather like, so yes. oh, I'm, we'll, we'll see, we'll see how that happens. RJ, about you have to think about uh, episode one of the book of Boba Fett. I think it was a good um, intro wherein I got to understand how he escaped. You're right. By, by ripping off the gut. Um, I don't know what he took from the stormtrooper, injected it into his helmet. Was that oxygen? I think it's or... yeah, probably oxygen. Mm-hmm. Okay. To breathe. And then after he had his enough refill, ripped open the gut and started flamethrowing from inside, obviously killing that thing. Um, sure, he was dehydrated. He was hurt. He was beaten up. Allowing probably Jawa partially di- digested. Partially. Possibly. Possibly. So the scar, a, yeah, yeah the, scars. the scarring in the head, yeah, that's right. When the when the Jawas removed the helmet, possibly seemed like he was he was burnt in a lot of places. Um, I agree with Jong on this on the fact wherein I don't think he really showed his action. He Bob Boba Fett wasn't as badass in terms of a assassin grade moves that parang wala eh. With with the sand people, he was beat up, but I suppose that was their uh, main warrior. Um, yeah, and he didn't have when his, he killed that tired and, and didn't have water, was, perhaps. Yeah, but well, he was still going through his pod, so he's still healing. I'm assuming. I guess, and then he got to kill that six armed or I don't know four armed, six armed, eight legged lizard like thing. Um, but it didn't seem like I think he just got lucky because it was distracted and then jumped on top and started choking it. Um, I wish action would be more, but I like that that um, when he was asked by by what's the name of the master assassin? Fennec. Fennec. Yeah. Well, you know, fear ruling by fear works. And he goes like, yeah, but, uh, Java might have ruled by fear, but I want to rule by respect. So he's not going to allow himself to be carried onto that. Yeah, oh, yeah I forgot um, that part. That oh, I didn't pedestal. see your litter. <laughs> yeah. I walk with oh. my own two feet. Yeah, exactly. Which I think really goes coincides with his wish to rule by with respect because he really physically goes there um, by himself. But yes, after a power struggles changed, um, there will be people who are uh, going to be against it. But I would have sent a very strong message to that Toilek, to the mayor that rejected to give him tribute. And in fact, ask tribute from him. Mm-hmm. I think he was too merciful. I would have like, oh, no, just let him go, but kill the mayor. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. One thing I want I to know. find out is what, what's his motivation? Why does he want to be yeah. a mob boss? The, you know what I mean? The crime boss. Yeah. Yeah. I know he has honor because that's what he, he goes by. I think even in the Star Wars books, that's like what they made him become. Like a, He's a bounty hunter, but he's honorable. So he goes by that code of honor. I just don't know why he, he would want to be the mob boss with all the stress that it provides, you know? So, 
That's true. It's not that he needed it. Yeah. Well, he yeah, has been but... off world for a very, very long time. So, and so we'll see. I mean, I'm also excited. Like, it seems like he has some enhancements in his suit because I never noticed the orange shoulder pads in in his in his armor. Uh, so we'll see about. I'm excited about all of the all but... of the upgrades, updates uh, on on him too. Hmm. But after getting hit for a while, you know, in those volley of shields. He had to like rush back. Yeah, I know what this. Positive. That's if there's a negative thing. I just, I don't like. I. How that's he's... what I was saying. I think he was still. He's still. Because in he starts the episode in that bay, and he want he he was brought back to that bay again. So I think he's still recovering. Like I hope it's like that. Healed. I hope it's something that he can get out of. Yeah. And it's not like a constant thing where mm-hmm. he it's he has a weakness. Because he was so mm-hmm. badass in Mando. Remember that episode where he kicked like 30 Stormtroopers' ass? That's right. Yeah, that's, that's the thing, too. It's like, well, that was just for... One, you didn't notice being ambushed. I thought you were a master assassin. Both of you are master assassins. And there was exactly. only, what, six people with shields? And not even guns? And you Not even guns. Got, yeah, yeah. Got, kind of gotten beaten up, so... I think it's more of either hopefully they make something cool out of it, like they meant to be caught so that they can torture they, one of they the, were sp- one of the prisoners. They were springing the traps of everybody to see who's yeah who's who on whose side mm. more easily now. Yeah, it could be because yeah. I'm sure it's gonna be badass because the this is Robert Rodriguez is doing this. He did the he's the one that directed the episode of Ma- Mando mm-hmm. where Boba Fett was badass. And it was his ideas that okay. he, he was the one that made that scene, the action scene where he, he was kicking everybody, every stormtrooper's ass. So I'm sure they're saving shit up. We'll see. Let's I see. personally, right. I, I was not, uh, I was not one of the taken fans of Boba Fett from episode five, mm-hmm. five and six, you know, I'm, I'm only the convert from the Mando. I was because for some reason he has like such a huge following from those short scenes in episode five and four and five. Or? Exactly. And he, yeah, if you really like, think about it, I think it was just shit. like he's the. Yeah, exactly. He, he well, essentially kind of died. <laughs> five and six. Yeah. Five yeah. And, six, and, yeah. and even uh, there's actually a meme that I was watching about episode one because technically, you know. You know, Palpatine wanted Padme dead, right? Mm. And but Palpatine hired um, Django, episode two. Django, Django, yeah. 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 Uh, 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 Palpatine hired Django. Django hired another assassin. Yeah. Another assassin used a fucking insect to. So like, come on, come on, <laughs> like um. Well, well, I think it's like he's the, the epitome of cool in the in the eighties and the seventies, where it's mysterious. And if you re- if you really think about it, kind of like you kind of fell into a pit, and you ne- actually never really caught the person that you were bounty hunting, you know, for. Um, yeah, Vader. But, you know, Vader caught then. Han Solo in five. I was gonna say for him. Okay. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, I mean, it. it I think you know. The, the good thing about the Felony verse is 
they're recontextualizing, adding more, you know, reasons why we should care for these uh, characters. Um, again, it's the first episode. Um, before we close it up, any last thoughts? Because I want to rant, like rate this out of 10, <coughs> episode one. So that's how we do, Jay. Like final thoughts about uh, episode one and your rating. Um, with a lack of action, but good explanation of their story. Um, I'm still looking forward to episode two, and my rating here would be so far, uh, somewhat at a seven, seven, or yeah, around the seven, six point five to seven. I wasn't totally wowed um, by episode one, but. I like the Star Wars universe. Obviously, um, Boba Fett and Jango Fett, the Mandalorian, and then uh, Boba are basically very iconic characters in Star Wars. Despite the limited screen time, um, let's see. Let's see what the story will re- evolve around uh, from here on. How about you, Chewie? I'll go maybe seven point five eight. Um, it was uh, definitely a slow one, but it was sweet. And like we talked about a while ago, they didn't bullshit us. You know, you know, mm-hmm. you've been waiting for this. Here it is. Let's just get it out of the way, move it. And uh, I like that they're gonna they're giving heart to it. I just hope like uh, those Tuscan Raiders that if he does fall in with them, doesn't all die <laughs> tragically. I, I that's my that's my prediction. That's why he left. I know that's what he killed. He well, I get think he does. He Yeah, he does a uh, uh, an Anakin and kills all of them. Oh, I doubt it. He didn't even. He could have killed the kid already from the start. He did. So that that alone makes it better. How about you, Zong? I'm right with you. I'm a I'm at a seven point five, and the only reason about the low, relatively low score, because again, I'm very high on the episode. I like the foundation. I like. The the seeds of the story it was the outlook out. the potential is gonna is there. yeah I mean I it's like I hey give in one episode we got what happened to him his parts of his origin story and his his intent which is I like right you know it's it's clear it's very very it's it's easy to understand whether you know anything about Star Wars universe or just the Django the the Boba character. I think the thing that really just like um, um, pulled uh, a lot out of the episode is the fight choreography. That's something that was um, I I I thought, you know, the pedigree of Mandalorian, where every single action piece was. I mean, I've again every single episode of the Mandalorian, of in the two seasons that they ran, all of their action set pieces were not only pushing the story forward, but done in a way that it's not overreaching it's just you know it's perfect for the for that particular scene yeah, they didn't have to too. yeah and and it wasn't like it's not about you know it's not just about the choreography or just about the effects it's always a combination of both like they understood that this is a tv show they can't have like hundreds of stormtroopers shooting at each other and flying around but they're going to show them a little bit of Mandalorians flying, a little bit of stormtroopers, you know, being killed, and then a little bit of action. Not so much that you'll really see the holes. And I think this is the first, you know, being the first episode too. I would have expected that that would have been a very, very polished version. But that was pretty much it. I, I again, 
unfortunately like we're we were we're this is we're 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 hooked on this we're gonna watch this like you know we've been conditioned to watch this for the past 30 30 years so uh, i'm very much <laughs> looking forward to um you know seeing more of this episode cool um that's it for the first episode of boba fett uh, the next segment of our episode is discussing the first three episodes or uh, the first part, the, 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 the first uh, uh, foray into our experience with The Witcher Season 2. So with that, um, <sighs> let's start with this. Uh, um, Jay, how many episodes have you seen so far? And what do you think about the series a little bit? Uh, and it will pepper the plot because, you know, this is one of those series that you know, I binged it, but a lot of people might, you know, do it one per week or two per week. So we'll try to put the the um, the spoilers to a minimum. But for those who have not, who wants to watch the season fresh, spoiler alert: um, our episodes are timestamps. You can just like move it along forward. But Jay, uh, how far along are you in The Witcher? I've finished it. Um, I think I binged it within. Two or three days. Slow down, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we need content. We need content. No, I know, I know, but it was. Uh, I found it really good. Um, it answered a lot of questions that I had when I was playing the game, which are three: the Wild Hunt. Um, I won't say anything, but this season to help answer a number of a number of questions I had about From the, the game. game. Oh. Yeah, because uh, when I played the game, I didn't play Witcher 2. I didn't play the original Witcher, which was, I think, back in uh, computer, PC. Um, I only played Witcher 3, and I've actually played it three times, uh, the, the run-through. Um, but still, there were a lot of questions about the Wild Hunt. There were a lot of questions about um, Siri, and I feel that this season 2 answers a lot of that it helps build the it helps build the the story towards it now i'm excited um how about you chewy what do you think about it i've seen 3.5 episodes because i'm trying to save it so I'm, I, <laughs> I, I i always try to stop myself but uh i'm loving it i have some nitpicks but not more on later we'll discuss when it comes to the story but yes, still one of my favorite series. So yeah, I'm excited to finish it. I love it. I'm already sad when it's going to be over. Because <laughs> it's just mm. like eight episodes. Uh, I'm crushing on Freya Allen. She's so pretty. Oh my god. Uh, right? Her eyes. Oh, oh my god. She uh, is, again. I'm glad that she's How old 20. is she? 20. She's 20 in I your checked. life. Okay. I checked. <laughs> Alright. Uh, I don't want to go to jail. I was worried. Uh, I know FBI. <laughs> Henry Cavill's awesome, of course. And um, surprisingly, I know one of my complaints on the season one was because I had a big crush on Triss from the game, the redhead. Triss oh yeah. Oh, but game, but right? she wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, and in the first one, she wasn't. Uh, like hot, hot. I mean, she's not. She's pretty, but she's not hot, hot. And then. It's the same actress here, but she's prettier here now. And I, this is funny because she's supposed to be scarred, right? All over. Mm. <laughs> Not that we see it in the first three episodes, but she... I don't know what they do, but she's, she's prettier here. So, 
that, yeah. that Netflix money coming in now. The ro- those <laughs> royalties sorry. coming in. <laughs> I'm sorry, but um, she's still not as pretty as the Tris. Uh, oh, Tris of, in the game. Of course, of course. But um, spo- spoil me if you can for for Siri. Do they cut her hair? No, well, no. Oh no, no, no. no? Yeah. They don't. I want to see the the nice the bob cut bob cut yeah. hair, but from the game. Hopefully next mm-hmm. season. You don't. Stick to first three. uh, three. I, even before we were going to put it uh, paste out, uh, I couldn't stop. This is, I saw it in one sitting. Uh, uh, (laughs) One big, because like I love the, 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 I, I love the first season. And then from the things that I've been seeing about or when it was being made, um, they were saying that, uh, they were going to simplify a lot of the storylines. They're going to make it linear, unlike season one that had multiple timelines converging that confused some viewers, including me. Mm-hmm. Um, this season two was be like it'll be a little bit more video game like. It's more of like a linear campaign, which mm-hmm. for me was great. Um, it made you know, particularly in the first few episodes, and I'm concentrating my my review in the first couple of episodes is you know being able to you know, reset what had happened in the previous season, that war, um, so that the factions were very clear, like there's the the, the Northern Kingdoms versus like at Sodom, and then there's, um, you know, the the, the witchers at um, uh, at Kaer Morin, um, what they're going to do with Ciri, why Ciri is important, and uh, the elves, it's towards the latter part of the, the season, the, the elves become that camp, that faction becomes more and more. So being able to put the base, like, all right, these are different groups, right? Um, and every group has a certain angle and what, why they're doing. That was, that made me want to watch the episode more and more. Um, and secondarily, like even um, I am, um, I think that if I'm not mistaken, uh, uh, on episode two or three, when they when um, when they when Geralt and Siri visit Geralt's old friend that looked like a boar, or that maybe that's episode, episode one. Episode one. Exactly. Episode so one. that hooked me because you know our i was watching this too as we were uh watching wheel of time mm. the way that they did the prosthetics of the boar was amazing really good. and the effect really really to be honest I that, that if you didn't mention it it wouldn't have gone to my mind that there was prosthetic or like it just looked natural to me so all all the monsters and all the cgi were great like granted they were not perfect there were flaws that you could see here and there but the Sorry. action and the way that they used the, the monsters and the effects did not take me away from the world. It, it looked native to the world. And that was the one that kind of like really, really had me engrossed because, um, you know, people are estimating that the budget of this Witcher is comparable to the budget of a lot of other shows like Wheel of Time and whatnot. But, you know, you can really see how different production companies just have a little bit more care and you know it, it, this one you know watching it side by side wheel of time it's just way more cinematic like this looks like a very long movie versus the colors are wheel of time the lighting that, yeah yeah so 
and but the thing is like it's weird because the 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 world itself the environment is way better in wheel of time it's much more engrossing like those aerial shots of the mountains and the deserts was way better than the witcher but you know just the witcher is kind of great um i think it it's also more... doesn't they were able for such a big world of the witcher they were able to focus on just a few characters it's not overwhelming exactly. mm. you know what i mean so mm. those yeah. those sets it, it it's felt intimate even though you know it also helps that majority of the actors that have a lot of screen time in the in the witcher are killer actors like i'm amazed how you know siri i that was a concern too from moving from season 1 to season 2 now season 2 is a lot more centered around siri I didn't mm-hmm. think that she was going to be more than just a pretty face. Like the, the prettier the face, the harder for me to get past that barrier. But she was great. Like she was a, a believable character. Like, you know, I her motivations were very clear. Like she wasn't the the stereotypical damsel slash stereotypical, I'm going to be X, Y, and Z. Like I'm I'm going to do good and help people. No, like it was. It was well founded what she wanted to be throughout the season. Um, you know, of course, Henry Cavill is amazing. That's you know says with you know that, that needs no saying. But even the supporting characters that were very hard to kind of follow in the first season, um, uh, it, it was like all right, like uh, Jennifer. I never liked her in the first season, but you know. She was a little bit more snarky here, so that was fun. Like yeah, even the that, supporting characters of, yeah, of for me, I don't know. I had a big crush on her in the first one, but I it's gone now. It's she's I don't know what happened to her character. It's I'm, I'm three I'm three episodes in and I just find her annoying. I don't like that. Whoa. I'm not a fan of like for the first season she was trying to get power and then now it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. And she's just selfish, you know. She does. I mean, Geralt's no, no Captain America, but you know, he's just he's trying to survive, but he's also trying to kill monsters. That's about it. Mm-hmm. For her, it's always about her, about her having power, about her, what she, you know, what about her? So always what she says. What about what I want or all I have? It's like I don't know. It's just. I even like Trismore here, so that says a lot. But I'm um, going back to the yeah, the, for for the first three, the standalone episode, of course, is the first episode. It's just mm-hmm. that's what I love. The there's there's an overall story, but that standalone story about his friend who raped a priest and got cursed, and mm-hmm. then fell in love with uh, the name of that the, the creature in the first one, kind of like a vampire thingy, yeah, yeah, yeah and then. Her, uh, him letting her have her way because they love each other, and she did really love him too, right? Because it it lifted mm-hmm. the curtain. Yes. And then, uh, with with it ending with uh, him screaming to Geralt to kill me, and then the girl's like, "Curse is over. You're mortal now. Do it yourself. <laughs> <Do> yourself. <laughs> it's just so good. I was just so amazing. Siri... But that, but that relationship kind of worked because he could never die. And the yeah, vampire yeah. would have, have all been, the field. But even as Geralt, for me, I think it would have been fine if if the vampire wasn't killing the village. It yeah, was that, just yeah. The, I mean, I think yeah. that was the only problem is that um, 
he wasn't able to control them to, to control the vampire for yeah, a bit and then he was feeding on him only him that's fine mm-hmm. you know you, you, we yeah, all have true. our we all have our kinks but the village being empty <laughs> it's already a sign from Gerd like you don't have a handle on this mm. you know and then he with him lying you know that's my cardinal sin with, with friends best friends don't lie you should have just told him not like yeah, Gerald, Gerald would have judged him, you know. Gerald, as long as you're upfront with him, he's fine with most dark shit. You know, you just don't lie to him. So that was fine. And then, uh, so my nitpicky yeah, is mostly with the her in the first three episodes it was with the end. Um, and just a small nitpick the was it episode three where Siri was oh two where Siri was going to do the obstacle course. Oh, I love. Yeah, that's my favorite episode. No, no, I the loved three episodes. I loved it, but the first thing with the the three swinging woods—that's not hard. Come on, man. It was the the the, the second part was hard. Time, the, he never. He's she's never done it before. Yeah, but dude, it's so slow, man. You just take two steps, stop, two steps, stop. It's not like it was. Go, go, go. It was like. After that it was hard with the the spinning the spinning yeah the stake spinning that 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 one I I wouldn't have been able to do that to be honest but that that thing as long as my 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 gut would have fit inside the space I'll be fine <laughs> because it was just moving so slow so I don't know why it took her forever to be in that spot balance she also had the balance but the story was great the Lambert was like started mm. with bullying her. And then she didn't give up. And then by the last part, she, he was like, I told you, girl, breathe. It's like cheering him on. That, that was so awesome. I mean, that's realistic. Like, you see somebody not give up. He just, he just tugs at your heart. And he's like, be, be, relax. <laughs> Stuff like that. So it was so, so awesome. That's I haven't, true. I haven't that's even true. seen uh, his friend yet. Yask, Yasker? The Yasker? Dandelion. Uh, the, yeah, Yaskir. Yes, Yaskir. Yes, uh, he's he, towards the end. He, uh, I, everybody had a glow up in this season. Everybody got yep. way more buff and way and, sexier. And another thing also, I love that. I loved how they played the the kingdoms here. Because like in the first one, it was more like us versus them, good versus evil. And then here it's like, I'm fucking, I'm fucking annoyed at Shagobor more than the North Guardians at the first three episodes. And there's like, there's no good guy, bad guy here. It's just, well, I guess war is the evil. War is evil, but, you know, I, I'm, to Yen's point, I didn't mind her leaving that group because they were also shit, you know? They were even more racist to the elves than, than the North Guardians. So it's like, good for her for at, at that point. And, even the I started with I got a few parts of episode four four where was it Redania the other country starting starting their play it's like I like how they did it and unlike uh, Game of Thrones it doesn't seem too spread out it's still it's still intimate so I like how they're doing that so yeah I'm excited for to finish it up. Yeah, again, my favorite episode is episode two because again, I'm a sucker for a training montage. Uh, so and episode I, two I, also I is the the escal part, right? Yes. So that yeah, that was heartbreaking to uh, 
That's like I was telling my, kid, my kids. Episode 2 had everything in it, from action to a nice love story to lore about the monsters. So, yeah. no, I also like the, how when they were fighting uh, Eskel, I, I was telling my, like Isabella that it's harder to capture than to kill. That's why they mm-hmm. were having mm-hmm. a hard time fighting him. It's not because he was really strong, but because they were trying to capture him alive. Oh, because maybe es- they can help him. Was that? I think yeah, that's two. That's I think right. that was two. So, two by two. Okay. Yeah. The training, I think, is on the third. Yeah, because it's mm. after Eskel. So after Eskel, that's yeah. Right. So it was just, uh, and then heartbreaking flashback with Geralt and Eskel. From the past, mm. that was also uh, like training. Uh, oh my god! I don't know. Ah. I, I love I love Henry Cavill's acting here. It's like you can feel his pain without him overly emoting. You can feel you know, you can feel how stressed he is with having a child without overly acting it. Mm. It's just like the little sighs, the little held breaths here and there, the small smiles. It's so good. It's so good. I love it. I really hope they can get all through seven se- seven seasons. Well, he's so. committed, so I'm 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 trusting Henry. Uh, Jay, no, I don't. I don't think, I'm not worried about him. I'm more worried about Netflix. You know, pulling the plug at some point. I hope not. I hope uh, not. Uh, Jay, final thoughts and uh, a like, favorite part of the first third of of this oh, season. My favorite part was how Siri grew up to be a gorgeous lady. I think, um, not 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 for any, um, you know, evil thoughts or intents and purposes. Yeah, right. I was saying, <laughs> <laughs> maybe a little bit. Um, she acted very very well. She could she could act as a princess, and she could also act as a rough witcher you know what i mean uh, um, to, to, to john's point i also like that part where they did forget that she was a princess so there because that's ingrained in mm. her too so sometimes it's gonna come out but that she's also tough and like john said she's not uh she's not the typical i want to do good she, she just wants mm. to survive you know be strong mm-hmm. and powerful so oh, sorry go, go on Jay. no worries no worries and i like how henry cavill or Geralt was able to do the Witcher science, or not just the science, but the the power of the uh, the the skills that a Witcher has. Pew, pew, pew. He has the he has the art spell. He has the he has the. Eventually, throughout the season, he uses a number of different ones, including the Igni, which is the fire. He has the trapping spell, which is the uh, Earden, I think. So, and and he even calms his horse. Uh, remember when he was with Siri, as they were going to the castle of his friend, he, he they hear the scream of a beast, which apparently was the vampire, and then the horse was starting to to uh, Roach was starting yeah. to um, like um, show resistance, right? Get scared, and then he comes using one of the skills. So it's quite uh, how do you say this? Accurate in terms of the game, and that's how you would use it because even on the game. You can calm your horse by using the same spell. So, um, I like I liked it so much that we eventually binged it. Not just me, but my wife, even my mom. 
My 74-year-old mm-hmm. mom is watching Witcher. She's on season two as well. She caught up. Season uh, one. Done. I think that's more on Henry Cowell. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't doubt that. <laughs> but I, I liked it. Um, at the end, though, I don't know. Spoiler alert, if I can al- uh, uh, alarm everyone. Uh, at the end me. of... Well, of? <laughs> no, no, no. It's not about the story, but oh, at the okay. end of the, the season. Um, they're starting to introduce another spin-off of Witcher. Oh, which oh yeah. I we saw, we is, saw the trailer last week. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. It's a prequel, so, though, so that's so fine. Prequel. And it that's has right. Michelle Yeoh, it's, so it that's explains. definitely fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> totally she, fine. She's, she's everywhere. I I'm love impressed. it. Michelle Yeoh is very active, and I'm looking forward to it. But of course, I'm still excited to follow the storyline of Geralt and Ciri. So, um, same as in episode, same as in season one. Um, I'm not a big fan of Jennifer, unlike Chebax. I, I didn't find her so pretty because in the game she was hot. Oh yeah. So in the game, my first run through, um, I slept with both Jennifer and Chris, which ended up with a bad ending. <laughs> so you didn't get any here. Yeah. So. I didn't get any. That's why I replayed the second time. So when I replayed the second time, I just went all Yennefer first, and then the third time was all Chris. Because I I played the second game, so I was Chris all the way, because Yennefer wasn't in the second. Oh, okay. So I was like, I gotta be Chris, I gotta... And then then I saw Yennefer when they released the third game, I was like, shit, she's hot too. Yeah, and, and I guess one of my nitpicks again, um, Fringilla was so annoying. Um, I don't know if that's still part of the first three episodes, but I found Fringilla to be very, very annoying. I, I, in the first three episodes, I wasn't because she's more like the. She believes this is right, so she's doing everything she can. It was the end that was more annoying for me in the first three, at least. Mm. So uh, I'll see where it goes going forward. All right, all right, all right, all right. That's it for me. Cool. But uh, I loved it. Loved it. We will we'll continue discussing The Witcher uh, next week. Uh, again, it's one of those things. I get, I think we all agree that this is one of those series that everybody could watch, should watch. Like it's Must good watch. production, good acting. Uh, uh, great. You know, if, if you have any interest in fantasy at all, this is one of those series that it is, I think, like everything that, you know, everything that you could trim out of a Game of Thrones-like series and add a bit more magic and monsters there, this is the series for you. It's like, I, I, I hope at some point Wheel of Time get their act together and becomes a little bit more on point than... Uh, one point with uh, with both the production and the storyline, like The Witcher. Uh, so uh, up next, our, our our last topic for the day, our movie of the week, is uh, a Netflix movie uh, directed by Adam McKay. Uh, story by Adam McKay and David Sorota, it's like his writing partner, uh, with a. Uh, uh, a movie budget of $75 million. So again, I think a very modest budget. I think a lot of the budget went to the A-list Cast. actors that they got. 
All right. But um, I think they maximized every single dollar out of that $75 million budget. It got yeah. released in, uh, on December 5 in the cinemas, but was available on the 19th um, on Netflix. So this is one of those movies that you just pop in Netflix. You need to be in a good mood. It's a little bit of a thinker. It's a bit of a satire. So once you know um, uh, what you're getting into, I think anybody can enjoy. So don't look up. Right, just a a few of the many characters that are in the movie. Uh, the main two characters are Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence. Leo is a scientist. Jennifer Lawrence is a PhD candidate. They are two low-level astronomers that discovered that there is. So Jennifer Lawrence discovered a comet. So when you discover a comet, you get to name it. And Leonardo DiCaprio was the one that calculated its trajectory combined. It showed with a 99.7% uh, confidence level that it was going to hit uh, the earth. It was going to be a, a extinction level event. Um, they started approaching people like both NASA and the government about this information. And then the adventure ensues because the idea is um, everybody had their own, everybody has their own agenda. Some people believed it. Some people believed it because of other reasons. Uh, and some people did not want to believe it because it might ruin other certain things. So that's kind of like the crux of the entire movie is um, the bureaucracy uh, and the profundity and the stupidity of what types of information we tend to believe and what type of, uh, of information we want to act, uh, uh, you know, act against or act towards. Like they, for some people, uh, uh, the breakup of, of two uh, musicians is way more interesting and more, way more popular, way more engaging than the actual end of the world. So just a few more actors and actresses in this movie. Um, Leo and Jennifer had, I think, the most airtime uh, Meryl Streep uh, plays the president of the United States, kind of like a, a Donald Trump analog. Jonah Hill uh, plays her son, kind of like a, you know, chief of staff. But who is also Jr. the chief of staff. Yeah. Chief of staff, kind of like a uh, Donald Jr. as well. Um, Timothy Chalamet is there. So, uh, yes. Callback from Dune plays a bit of a love interest of Jennifer Lawrence for a very, very hot minute towards the end. Ariana Grande and Kid Cudi are there. They also made the song that is sung towards the end credits. Uh, um, and uh, my favorite cameo among all the cameos here is, of course, Chris Evans. Chris Evans is, is, is part of the, the cast for a little bit. I love bit it. Too, so I love it. It's great. Uh, so this is essentially a, a comedy, but because of the topic of what they are uh, discussing, it becomes dark. almost believable. <laughs> Again, what do you mean the, almost. My, it is it, absolutely actually. <laughs> the the uh, the uh, tweets after this movie came out was exactly how I would describe it. This is more of a documentary than a movie. Uh, a documentary <laughs> of something that has not happened yet, but will can and will definitely happen, whatever it comes to that case. So um, we'll discuss a little bit of, of, I think this is one of those movies that the plot is something that we can discuss. It's not going to uh, uh, spoil a lot of it. It's more of just, um, it's more of just like how, uh, how humans, how people in this day and age act uh, 
uh, in this day and age with technology, with all the information, with all the options. Uh, and there's still so, so, so much information on the bone. Like we we're just talking about super broad strokes. We still haven't talked about the very, very interpersonal relationship between like um, Leo and his wife um, with uh, Jennifer Lawrence and his, her family um like uh there's so many micro stories within this giant story of like a, an impending uh catastrophic event that is happening uh, um so with that I'll, I'll start off with just uh opening the discussion to the group saying like right what do you think about the movie uh favorite storylines and then at the end we'll, we'll probably rank and provide our own advice when and how people should watch a movie like Don't Look Up. Let's start with you, Chibok. I'm I'm gonna be short with this because this was really triggering to me. Mm. So I'll start off with this movie is amazing. The story, uh-huh. how it's made, the actors. But it just really pissed me off because mm. it's just a documentary it's real this is real this is how stupid <laughs> this is how stupid we are as a race and i don't know i don't know if it's just my mental state right now but we're fucked <laughs> we are we're fucked i i used to have high hopes for my kids and their future but we're fucked i'm just gonna enjoy every minute i have with them because <laughs> <laughs> as a human race we're not gonna get anywhere so I'm just gonna teach them to enjoy what they can if they wanna fight fight to be the good guys they can do that just don't forget to enjoy it because my god a lot of stupid people in the world a lot of, a lot of evil people in the world a lot of selfish people in the world mm-hmm. lot and of, they're in power the information is just ugh, I everybody Keeps talking about freedom of information, about uh, freedom of uh, voice. There's just too many voices now. It's just, it's too crazy. It's not, it's not doing good. It's not bringing us anywhere. It's not bringing us together. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. So I'm not, I'm just complaining, but I, I don't know what the answer is. I don't have a solution for you guys. But this was just really triggering to me and my anxiety and like, uh, <laughs> it's just so real. I, I love Jennifer Lawrence in it. I love Leo. Uh, Leo looks li- fucking. Oh my god! I love. I Leo like. Too. I like that the. I like that people would think he's he's hot because he is hot. You know what I mean? Like for the, he's a astrologist. <laughs> That's I'd why like he was perfectly cast. I know. So so just trim the beard and everybody's like hot astronomer. Okay. I know Kate Blanchett was amazing too. I like that scene with the wife. He was. <laughs> uh, and Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> This is awesome in it. From whatever scene short short scene he was in. It's like Jennifer Lawrence was just like every time he asks her a question, she's like, you know, why not? <laughs> We're gonna die soon. We're gonna die anyway. Oh, Great. And yes. uh the 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 leader of Bash was perfectly written and acted. And uh mm. the the end of man they, they were gonna save it. You know, but because of fucking oh the, the post credit scene, uh, I told the best. It was the fucking best. Oh, just I don't know. It just no. Even even when they already had a mission to save the world, and they aborted because oh. of because of fucking greed because of uh, capitalism. Yes. 
It's the, uh, that was a, a good twist too. Like for me, like I thought it was just generally about information and government and whatnot, but they went layers deep about how corporations tend to even co-opt certain things for capitalism. They had good reasons, like you know, you know, mining uh, resources that could provide jobs and you know, et cetera, et cetera. But I, I, I was surprised that they were able to squeeze in so many layers. Even, on top of this even the uh, layer story, of yeah. the the black the black hood and bringing them off the grid it wasn't really off the grid they just scared them a little bit and let them go because nobody cares about them nobody even, cares even they knew that even if i let this girl go and she screams she's just gonna fuck herself it's not it's not gonna mess us up like so yeah it's just really triggering to me so it's not for the fate of art especially when you know that basically and we're all fucked, so... <laughs> yeah. How about you, RJ? I enjoyed it, though. <laughs> it's a great movie. I enjoyed it. Is, it it on is how, a great movie. On how, on how annoyingly true it is. Mm-hmm. Our government leaders, no matter which country, I would say, they're all tempted by capitalism. They're all tempted by money, by power. And everyone in the cabinet is the same. Even, even the guy who was in CSI, the general, um, Paul Gilfoyle. <laughs> yeah. What a jackass. The, that was, I still don't, un- I love that. Thought. Even at the end of the movie, she's still like, why would he's you a why purple heart. He's a general. Why would you charge for a It's like, why wouldn't you? Yeah, why would exactly. You? All the way until the end of the movie. She's like, one thing I still don't get, and I was like, oh, maybe it's about the comet. Why would he, as a general, charge us for free snacks? <laughs> She's so triggered by it. And, and um, the guy that they were with, the other ex-NASA scientist, um, uh, the name of the actor, Rob Morgan, Dr. Oglethorpe, Oglethorpe. was saying, I swear. I swear, I swear, we were in the room and he farted right in front of me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he pulled oh, it off. Sting. 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 <laughs> it's just, it's just, yes, there are people like that. Uh, you may be powerful. You're a general of the United States. You're definitely paid well and you'd still steal from people. That's corruption. Um, president. And her son, who is apparently she's preparing him for to be next in line, maybe being the chief of staff, right? Um, they just don't care about the important things. They care about their likes, how they're supported, but not the real world matters, which is like, which is, I agree with you, Max, it's triggering because you know that this is true. I mean, just and the here fact, you have a couple of the, 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 the fact of the, the third act where. They're campaigning. Don't look up. What the fuck, man? The evidence that can be... I know they said it is about uh, climate change. Also the vaccine. Hmm. The evidence is there, but they just refuse to refuse to look at it. Like, mm-hmm. I have and doctors. I have relative, relative doctors in America who are not vaccinated. Because they yes, some of them there. think that it's a way of mind control or... Re- what? 
It's like, don't look up and then it's so funny at the end where the guy looks up and said, you fucking lied to us. <laughs> it's literally <laughs> just like, it's right there. <laughs> but the stupid thing is, it's been there for a few, right? For a few days, at least a few weeks now. And, uh, there was a total six months of, of that, right? I, I'd be I'd be happy that they got their comeuppance if it just did bring the whole world with them. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, uh, but another thing that's true in this that was highlighted by this movie, this two-hour satire, was the the evidence of cancel culture. Meaning, oh, yeah. they didn't like they didn't like Jennifer Lawrence, so they made her a meme. They discredited mm-hmm. her socially, so no one would take what she says. And then they turned Leo into a sexy astronomist. Yep. So they may not care about what he says, but they'll care about what he looks like. That's why he was improving the world. Or he only be, people only listen to him because he is portrayed as something to be desirable. And that's I that's guess. the that's for me, that's the more troubling part because mm-hmm. I get I I love this movie because mm-hmm. it it tells you both sides of everything. Like That's I understand, true. like if you're if, if it's going to be an extinction level event, what what benefit will that help people if you don't have a solution, right? Right, mm. and you can't just like make you know. I understand that they have to confirm. Like I understand the biases between like, oh, you're from Michigan. Let let us talk about two scientists in in Harvard for this, right? I understand mm. all of those. Like they're, you know, they it might be comedic what like the US government portrays is like, oh, we're going, we're only going, we're not going to break this news because it's going to harm me in the polls. And conversely, oh, we're going to break these this news because it will help me in the polls. Right. So, but the in the end, it's like we do it every day. We kind of repudiate certain things, we choose to believe in certain things. Um, and you know, forget or ignore certain things that will help us out. So for me, like every single aspect of this movie, down to like I understand why Leo. Uh, spoiler alert: If you guys want, you know, cool other cool smaller details, just press fast forward one time. So skip fifteen seconds. But when when he cheated on um, his wife, like, w- will you? Of course, like, world's going to end. One of the hottest personalities in the world likes me because of me. Not you know, not about the hot looks. It's just like his calm demeanor and smart. So it gives all of the angles where like, right? It's it, it's not the sex symbol that people, uh, you know, the sex symbolism of people is not about just physical stuff. It's about what you. It's also about smarts and what you make people feel. So this was like, it hit every single aspect. Of the thing that I mean, I also like the Karen, the Karening of the world. Like uh, they, mm. they made, they made Jennifer Lawrence into a Karen. Uh, so uh, even if she was right too. So like every single thing is like, you know, maybe the only character here that did not have a, a second side was like Jonah Hill, because <laughs> he's just an asshole all throughout. He has just like <laughs> that's it. Everybody had like good and bad sides. So that kind of like. But he had so much faith on his mom till the very end. Because he's a dumb dumb. He doesn't and he doesn't know anything. <laughs> he's just like wants to stay in power. Wants to have like very expensive man purses. Watches. And you know, 
and watches like you know so i uh i yeah i love this movie i i was thinking about it you know like what was the what was the use of having so many uh a-list celebrities in this particular movie like this is just you know a lot of talk too right and then i realized they had to have a Leonardo DiCaprio to make this movie work. They had to have a Meryl Streep. Like, imagine Meryl Streep is playing Trump in this movie. And yes. Any other, any lesser actor would have been, oof, that's a touchy sub. That's a touchy character to play. I don't want to risk alienating half of my audience, but not Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep is the goat. Whatever she plays, everybody will love her in. So that was That's great. True. And Leo too. Like, you know, I mean, Jennifer Lawrence, I, I I liked her, but she was like, again, oh. Down to Tyler Perry, to Kate Blanchett, like the news pundits, everybody was just like, knock out. Like, mm. because you only had so much space in that movie to really kill it. So it was understandable that, you know, all right, yeah, this movie needed to have multiple a-list celebrities in them i mean I, I thought like this is overkill you know like sometimes you know all star casts like these are scary because they might not try as hard but this one was it was wonderful i i totally enjoyed this movie but again also i understand it because it's true it's the documentary it's um i hope it helps um, change. i, hope I so like too. adam yeah i like adam mckay because he, uh, you know, I, you know, The Big Short is one of the movies that kind of turned me onto his work. Um, Vice is a highly American movie because it's about um, uh, former Vice President McCain. So um, mm-hmm. it's very, I, I saw it on a plane, but I really enjoyed it as well. But I like the idea that he packages very, very serious, very, very real information in a, a like manner. Like I'm, I'm, I'm distraught. But at least I was laughing while I was being distraught. I was like, ah, oh shit. You know, it's 98.7% true and people still don't believe it. It's like, fuck, like, like, what the fuck? It's like, it's the best. It's, I, I enjoy this movie. But um, as we close off the episode, let's give people advice how to watch this episode. So, Trubax, how would you advise people to watch? Um, uh, um, don't look up and for me so you can extend it to all of the other uh, uh, Adam McKay movies like The Big Short and Vice how would you if somebody was like hey I heard this was cool when and how should I watch this uh, buy some food and then put, sit your butt down and watch it and I hope you learn from it <laughs> you all need to learn from it <laughs> including me I need to learn from it because my god the human race is fucked. That's that's all I yeah. can say. Right, Jay. How about you, Jay? It. I found it enjoyable. Um, I didn't have food with me, but it was hard hitting because it's true. This mm. is absolutely close to happening, if not already happening, and we're just being kept in the dark. This is how dangerous people in power are. And even though you're one of the good guys and you feel that you have this, you have this undying sense of justice, if you're going to watch this, let that go first. Mm. Don't keep that undying sense of justice with you exactly. because you're going to get annoyed. You're going to get pissed. 
just ah no ah, you know let it go it's a movie and throughout I think this I, right, I, hope I should everyone have said that from it. but I couldn't let go of my <laughs> yeah uh yeah oh my and again you 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 have to be in a very open mindset in watching mm-hmm. satires in general like again the idea of these movies it provides you with all of the angles like or multiple angles multiple sides of the stories and you have to listen to you know again you can't like the the analog for the trump supporters or the you know the 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 antifa people, ron perlman right? ron, <laughs> ron perlman ron perlman uh, played uh, an excellent trump pilot right <laughs> oh my god that was the best like you have to look at these the other side and saying why were they why do they think this way why were they influenced this way and that's the only way that you can um influence yourself and other people to think otherwise because like if you think that your side is always correct that's a losing game like we even you know as scientific or as clear-headed as we are there are still certain things that we might be inherently biased against and i i love watching these movies but again this is a movie that you need to watch where you're well rested when you're calm you want to learn it is a thinker it is a movie that you can't be like on your be on your phone while watching it. You have to sit through all of this movie. I think this is one of those movies that you watch alone rather than with with a friend or with friends and family. I don't think this is, you know, or at least if you are a group of friends with like this, like if we saw this and we were watching this to discuss the movie, then that would be a good part. But again, I also remember like if I was watching this on a date i'd probably be like be pissed arguing off. with your date yeah and no. th- that's not a sexy conversation like can you believe capitalism or whatever is that kind of good date conversation this is one of those like watch it absorb it and enjoy it uh, um but yeah um it, it's on netflix uh let's close the episode out with our rating for um don't look up jay what would you rate don't look up out of a 10 I would say with all the actors, the acting, and how scarily true it actually be, I'd say it's an 8 to 8.5 mm-hmm. for me. Shabax? I'd go 9, 9.5. I'm just really triggered, so I just, I'm not thinking straight. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't explain everything. Say What you guys said how, on how to watch it, I agree. I just, I'm not thinking correctly with this. Just too A lot of talky. Um, that's the mm-hmm. that's the problem with movies like this. But again, this is one of those where oh my god, I keep forgetting why Leo is, you know, an reviewed. excellent actor. Yeah, I keep forgetting. <laughs> I never got it. I He's never awesome. got. I never. Oh, I no, never for, found. For me, I didn't like him for a while. Mm-hmm. He turned me around. He did it. You know, yeah. it was, I didn't no, like him because it, he did like Departed, and it was like got all these Academy Awards and. Mm-hmm. Nobody even mentioned uh, Infernal Affairs, which did it for uh, the original one, which was mm-hmm. more amazing. And then he he stole me with first I think was Shutter Island, and then mm. uh, was that Inception? Was that was that Inception after that? Inception. But some of those movies were just yeah. Oh, he's good. I, I give no, up. I he's, he's my he's my Tom Brady, you know where yeah exactly my, exactly. My, <laughs> my, my, first, my analog. My first few like, years was like I hate this guy so much because I was a Peyton Manning fan, but 
after a while, I just can't deny the greatness, bro. Yeah, he's yes, the, I mean, yeah, I, I was watching because I always thought that there are actors that act like the Willem Dafoe's, right? The, yes. uh, you know, right? And then there's actors that just maximize their character. Like, this is me. Just gonna tweak it a little bit for this particular character. And I never really saw um, the greatness of 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 uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Like even in Inception, like it's an ensemble cast. That's why it might be good. But this one is like he carried this movie. Like it was great. Like I was like, wow. Like you are really, really. I love the anxiety ridden. I like the sometimes calm, sometimes not. You know, sometimes aggressive. Like it was like all right. It's believable. It look. You seem like. What's the stamp? You you are Dr. Randall. You're not Leonardo DiCaprio. You're doc, you're Randall Mindy. Right. So it's like I really, really enjoyed that. Um <coughs> all right, with that. <coughs> ooh, that uh, we come to the end of our episode. Just uh uh programming reminders. Uh, we have this review podcast coming out on Tuesdays, noon Philippine time. Our DD podcast comes out. Wednesdays or most Wednesdays noon time noon Philippine time and our reacts podcast comes out Thursdays noon Philippine time <coughs> excuse me Woo. yeah we are in YouTube just search plus six three HP or if you want to launch us directly from your browser bit.ly slash plus six three HP we are on Twitter and Instagram at plus six three HP and we are in your favorite podcasting application of choice just search plus six three HP. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share our channel to your friends who wants to discuss all the fun content stuff, watch movies with us, watch trailers with us, or just make fun of our first DD campaign as middle middle-aged <laughs> old men. Um, that's also fun. Next week, we will continue discussing uh, Boba Fett, so episode two, as well as a couple of more episodes, the middle episodes of The Witcher. We're going to do a four to six. Um, uh, again, we'll concentrate on those little mid parts of the, the episode. Do you want to uh, final goodbye? Oh, you guys want to try uh, Super Crooks? It's out on the. Oh, yeah, I what saw that. Crooks? The cartoons. Yeah, the one based um, on uh, it... Mark Miller. An, uh, yeah. animated is it is anime it, yeah it's out. yeah we can try it yeah only 13 episodes yeah and it's we'll like 20 it. episodes let's do like the first three or something yeah or if you I, want we'll, the silent we'll, sea oh yeah we can do that too well yeah we'll 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 put it on the list and if we can't watch it all we might assign a person to discuss right so maybe, okay um, but, all all, right. Yeah. but also like uh we'll we'll Mark Millar like sold all of his IP to Netflix. Netflix. That's why there's so many things that uh, Netflix is doing about his uh, work. So that's that's uh, interesting. Cool. Final goodbyes, RJ. Um, I enjoyed watching Witcher. Don't look up, and the Book of Boba Fett was was still something that will I think grow on me. Um. Thank you, guys, and um, Happy New Year. Shabbat. How about you, Shabbat? Uh, Daddy says Happy New Year, and I hope you have a good year. Who? 2022. <laughs> and I hope somebody says Daddy on the comments. <laughs> it will happen. Uh, 
Ken, thank you very much for joining us in this episode. Uh, Happy New Year. We hope that it is uh, going to, it is going to be a better one. We have to manifest that. It's going to be a yes. fucking better year. The bar is so low for 2022, but it will be going to be a great year. Uh, with that, we will see you in the next episode and goodbye. Bye. Bye.